Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Yeah, already. Yep, 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 yep. All right, here we go. A little, uh, what's today? Wednesday. A little Wednesday edition of the um, of the Taz Show. Got here early. Still running around. Always last minute Jones. Always very busy here. That's how it goes on the Taz Show. Welcome, everyone. If you're listening live or you're watching live at TazShow.com, I thank you. And I appreciate the support. Or maybe you're listening to the audio-on-demand version of the show at Spotify or TuneIn or iTunes or play it. I appreciate that also. It means a lot to me. Thank you for the love and support. I appreciate it. Maybe you're checking out the VOD, which lives every day at TazShow.com. Clip nubs, as we call it. It's all that. A lot to discuss in this episode. Uh, it's going to be a fun two hours coming at you. We will try at some point. Uh, we definitely will today. Actually, today we will get to Soren on social media. It's been a while, and since the Lumberjack's able to do his segment, there's been a plethora of post-production meetings and complaints from the uh, higher-ups. Why is this segment even in the show? I know, but the guy wants to do it. So we're trying to be nice. Um, Also, we'll discuss SmackDown a little bit, discuss some sporting news. And speaking of SmackDown, uh, I will go after it right away and talk about Talking Smack, which I happen to watch. I actually caught it this morning. Some of it made me laugh. Some of it made me scratch my head. At the end of the day, the most of the content in Talking Smack I thought was good. (laughs) Excuse me. Unprofessional of me. But I will get into discuss that shortly. And you can call the show if you want. A lot of you guys are calling already. Very easy if you're new to the show. It's a very simple, simple process. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial 866, right? 475. Then you dial a 2948. That's 8664-752-948. Cadence is a little different than most radio guys. I used to do that a while back, uh, Dennis Jones. Dennis, this is Dennis Jones, the producer of the Taz Show. Timber! If you notice, Dennis, how I gave that phone number, sometimes that happens. Different, right? I, I had a buddy that used to, he wouldn't understand like the 334. Right. He would give like 2, 3, 2, well, then he hacked me because I've been doing that. I did that over a year ago on the show. I'll let him know. Yeah. So 866-47-52948. That's what you could dial. Got it. So it's <laughs> real simple. And uh, well, most people today, they, like I said, they have it in their cell phones. They have the phone number. Unless they're a new listener or viewer of the show. Like, what's the number of that jerk's uh, show? What's his number again? The phone number? I gave it enough. And we tweeted it out too. Enough. You want to call, call. You don't? I don't really care. It's really that simple. So, um... The uh, the deal is this, right? So I'm, I'm watching Talking Smack. Again, you know, already now SmackDown happened. You know, we saw what happened that AJ Styles lost to Randy Orton. So now we know at WrestleMania for the World Championship, Bray Wyatt will defend against Randy Orton, the Viper. 
Okay, so we know that will happen. And um, AJ was quite upset. And I know he was quite upset because they showed that in Talking Smack. Now, throughout the day, no matter if you, maybe a lot of you guys listen to this, the podcast version of this show, um, so you'll know about this. You maybe saw the footage online somewhere because I'm sure WWE will pump this out, which they should, all day on their social media. I just feel like WWE missed the boat a little bit. The bit they did, okay, for those that don't know, they did a deal in the gorilla position, the holding area before the wrestlers or the performers go out to the curtain to the ring, through the curtain to the ring. It's the gorilla position, okay? Yes. Will you stop? Named after the late, great gorilla monsoon. So who used to control that, that position. For those that know, you know what I'm saying. So anyway... They did a deal where there was a very backstage, pull the curtain back type deal um, where Shane McMahon was back there with several of the other agents, including Road Dog and uh, Michael Hayes. Uh, we saw Michael Cole there, uh, who was producing the announcers. I would assume that's why he was sitting there, right? That only makes sense uh, because Michael Cole is not a SmackDown announcer anymore. So... But they did a deal where they really pulled the curtain back, and I thought it was really well shot. The audio was great. I thought it, it, it felt kind of shooty, which was cool. Um, you know, kind of, even though they could have had more of a grainy-looking camera, like a, a cell phone footage or maybe a staffer from the building. Again, I'm overthinking. Sometimes I do that. Regardless, I do think they did a great job on it was the way it was shot. AJ's performance in this backstage thing, because he was angry. That's the crux of it. AJ was very, very pissed off at Shane McMahon. AJ got done wrestling. Everybody's like, hey, good match, good show, guys. Hey, good SmackDown. Hey, AJ, good job. And then AJ snapped because he was sick of hearing people saying good job. He just lost. And they started yelling at Shane because this is building towards what I guess they're doing at WrestleMania with Shane and AJ. So I like the fact that WWE went from AJ losing and then right away going to his, his next angle with Shane from a creative perspective. I like that. I like the way it was shot. I do. Okay? I do. I love the performance of all the people involved, including the agents. I thought Road Dog was greatness for sure. Shane was too, and AJ definitely was. The thing I didn't like and I'm a little scratching my head about, yeah, it was on Talking Smack, but I just don't think they utilized it properly in Talking Smack. They kind of just mushed it in Talking Smack. It was buried amongst other stuff in Talking Smack. Man, that is hot off the presses type stuff. You got to, uh, let me get this straight, right? Just hold on. Let me just figure this out. Wait a second. So this is the deal, right? Help me with this, Dennis. SmackDown happens. <sighs> then they go to 205 Live. And then they go to Talking Smack. Correct. Yes. Okay. So that means they have one hour because Talking Smack is happening. To obviously produce this, shoot this, if they're not going to do it live, edit it, do something. So they could have, in essence, started talking smack and also pumped it out on social media and pumped it out on 205 Live while it was happening live. Uh, Breaking development. uh, We're going to have some exclusive footage. News breaking. Ticker on the bottom of 205 Live. A cut-in by Michael Cole. From the entrance area, the gorilla position. Guys, I, I can't explain to you right now. This is during 205 Live and pump it on social media. You, you will not believe what just happened here. This was an ex- explosive, combustible situation that just finally came to a head. Whatever. 
And like late breaking news, Cole can do this with his eye clo- eyes closed. Trust me. He was there anyway. And he's, he's, he's the voice of the company. Use Cole. Do it as. And, and now the ringside announcers, you know. Um, uh, I, I didn't watch two. I didn't watch two or five. Oh. So who who was the announcers I've, this week? Is it Mauro and Alo and I think Corey Graves? Yes. So so they they don't even know. They're perplexed. They have no idea what's going on. Like what happened? I don't know. We don't know what happened. Now it's about two or five live. They're questioning this. I hope they didn't do this because I didn't watch two or five live. Imagine they did everything I'm saying. They're like, yeah, you jerk. They did this. I don't think they did. <laughs> but and then come out at the top of talking smack with Renee. They had Renee and Daniel Bryan host it, which I'm not a fan of the chemistry between these two. I'm just not. But have it that, hey, we promise you this exclusive footage. Daniel Bryan says it. There's an on-camera right away. Don't even do the open to talk and smack. 205, five, 205 lens ends. You had Michael Cole do his exclusive stuff. Boom. Like, right out of the box. Show me what happened in that gorilla position. Show me what happened with AJ and Shane. Show me. Show me. Show me. WWE security, like real security. Not, not, not the kids that are independent wrestlers they give a t-shirt to. Show me real security, shoot some other stuff, talking to AJ in the locker room as he just got out of the shower and he's getting dressed. AJ, we, they want you out of the building quick. Well, I'm leaving. I work here. Why are you, am I throwing out of the building? Because you're, you're kind of out of line. You went at Shane. You know, something like that. Make it even more shooty. They had an hour to do something to make this exclusive feel. And if you're not going to go that route, then just do it live, live. You know, and cut into 205 Live and shoot it live to tape and show it live of AJ getting pissed. Air it in 205 Live. Something's going on backstage. Interrupt a match. Interrupt the match. And then kick off talking smack an hour later with this footage. I just, I didn't like where it was placed and how it was placed, just like part of talking smack. That's my opinion. These comments will probably keep me out of the WWE Hall of Fame. The weird thing is they, WWE, their Twitter account tweeted at 10 o'clock, so right at SmackDown ends, we have the graphic. They tweeted, breaking news, AJ confronted Shane McMahon after SmackDown Live, see the chaos on Talking Smack. Why did I just say everything I just said, sir? Well, because I agree with you. I don't, I follow their Twitter, but I don't like stare at it. Uh, okay, continue. We ha- we have the graphic. Okay, go. go. Well, I did, I was I'm busy. I'm you know I, just, I know, no, I'm a creative they, guy. No, I, no, I'm creative. I'm creative. I so, just go. I just go. I just go. Good, good. good. They, so there's the. They did it at ten oh six. You would have think, you would have thought that they would have opened with that, like, like you said they they, it was like the third segment. It was two thirds of the way in. Why like, if for it to be breaking news, wouldn't you want to hit that out of the open? Like you uh, said, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah, open. Yeah. Like get I, right I, to it. I, I definitely think so because SmackDown ended. I didn't know. I apologize because I didn't know that 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 they tweeted that. That's not the end of the world. I mean, I think it's good they tweeted that. I think they should have been a steady diet of that throughout 205 Live. I do think they should have had Michael Cole cut in because he was it. He was there. Have him be a little disheveled. Like you ain't gonna believe what just happened. This was a little crazy here. This got intense. I'm very surprised what just happened. You know, and don't even explain. Cole doesn't explain what happened. I think it even is better than just tweeting it out. So, any other hidden sweet, uh, tweets I need to know, Dennis? Uh, so I don't look like a complete no, that's, stupid idiot out here? But he is that's stupid. the only one. You sure? Yes. I can wait if you want to check. Nope, that's the only one. Okay, great. Thanks. 
don't like doing a show and a producer makes you look like a complete effing schmuck. Uh, I I gotta I gotta do everything, bro. I gotta I gotta search every Twitter account. I gotta scour the. I mean, that's not that's true. Not my job, sir. Not true. Not I grabbed that on my own. No, but yeah, yeah ten minutes late. No. <laughs> You crept it on your own. Uh, I, I just went into a whole diatribe, and you and and then next thing you know, you're like, "Well, they did tweet it. Here it is, bro." Anthony, can you frame me a little better? It looks like shit. Okay, thanks. Well, did we just pull the curtain back here. I mean, that's how this is done here. Uh, Anthony's segueing great into this role. He is, as you just noticed <laughs> from my comment. So, <laughs> my goal here, like it's been for almost two years, is to get every staffer on the Tash Show to hate my guts. Good luck, because we love you. Shoot Jones. That's me. And I'm not apologizing for my comment to Anthony, because he should know better than that. Really, he's been on the job a week. He should know better. Not apologizing. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. I'm and I noticed, you, I noticed you. you didn't apologize for making me look like a complete asshole about that tweet from WWE. I, uh... No, you don't have to beep asshole. You can leave that in the show. We have a friggin' disclaimer before the show. If people can't handle me saying asshole, then too bad. <laughs> Now cover your kids' ears or don't uh, let them... There's okay. a disclaimer. I can say asshole all I want. Asshole, asshole, asshole. I look like an asshole. Dennis made me look like an asshole. Ba, 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 la, la, la. Ba. Damn it. Wrong button, Jones. Do you want to apologize for that? In no, front of, in front I don't, don't want to... I'm not going to apologize because... I don't want to you had a little struggle there. No, like, because, because I don't want to say it on air. Because then it, it just doubles down on me making you look bad. Oh, you're in the, you're in the crosshairs, bro. I know. I so I'm, I'm going yeah, yeah, to yeah. save it for the first break. Blender Jones. You're on Blender Alert right now. Yeah, <laughs> now. I'm fine with being in the Blender, but. No, no, no. This is, but you live in the Blender, son. Right. No, no, you don't live in the Blender. I'm getting, I'm getting comfortable. No, I, I sit on the blade. We got uh, we got Crying Brian uh, as the guest call screener today. He's also doing a stellar job. He hasn't posted anything about anything going on in the phones in about the past 10 minutes. Uh, so everybody's mailing in today. <laughs> This is great. Everybody's just mailing it in. This is great. I'm the only guy who brought my A game. No, Brian, I'm not going to say that word to him. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I look. They tweeted. They tweeted during 205 Live, unbeknownst to me. Now I know that, uh, which is good. It's good they tweeted that. But I don't. They just did that once, Dennis. Just one, like just one tweet. As far as I know, yes. Don't get hot. Don't get nervous. <laughs> but don't you think a cut in? By Cole or somebody else would, would have been cool. You know what I mean? Like, really a good tease to really jump people over the talk and smack. Good gosh, they should pay me a freaking consultant fee out here. And then they act like I'm not even alive. How about the? How about this, guys? Let me sidetrack off a of talk and smack for a minute, if you guys don't mind. How about the this conspiracy theory in my crazy brain that I have, Dennis? I didn't discuss with you the fact that we see. Uh, fast lane was Sunday night in Milwaukee. <laughs> there was a gigantic amount, uh, an overabundance of Taz show f signs, maybe five or six, maybe not overabundance, under 10. But there was a good amount for, for signs. More than zero. Which was very, yeah, good point. Which is very nice that those signs were there. And then on Raw, no signs. Then on SmackDown last night, no signs. Not today. What? 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 What happened? I'm starting to think that they have me like on a 
not a not a band. What's the, uh, the we have the we have a band list in our country, right? You, maybe you want to fly in here now or something. Like so, uh, I need to have a name like that. Then it's like like uh, like when you at the arena, you gotta have like a you can't have a Taz show sign. Like you're a band now. It's like a it's like a, a, a U.S. fly zone like band a no zone. Fly li- like a no, the no yeah, fly zone. Yeah, like I'm in the no arena zone or something. That's not the name, but there's got to be a better funny name. I don't know what that name is. The uh, no sign list. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> not bad. That's not bad. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, hey, uh, Kevin in uh, Los Angeles, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, pal? Hey, what's going on, Taz? How you doing, bro? All right, I'm good, buddy. What's up? Yo, man, before I get to wrestling-related stuff, I want to call about stuff my off the hook. Yeah, go. say the last several days, you've been having some hella interesting calls between the dude getting done by, like, his girlfriend, like, Ike Turner. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that dude's been missing in action ever since. You know, I've been at work putting out bolos for this guy looking for this dude when I'm out on patrol. <laughs> he, had, he had the drunk dude earlier this week. He's an overnight sensation. Uh, uh, Wooly. Uh, Wooly, right? Wooly, Wooly Chuck. Wooly with Chuck's ten, an overnight ten point sensation. Plan. Yeah, it was 10-point plan, which actually some of it was actually good. Uh, yeah, well, so give me off the hooks, bro. My off the hook, week number six. Got title for title. Oscar going up against Charlotte. For the women's championship. Okay. All right. Cool. That's week six. You're saying. Wait, we up to seven though? No, we're on six. All right. Don't get hot. And what else you got, bro? Yeah, I got to say, um, the AJ Styles situation. I was, I was a little bit impressed by. You know, me personally. Don't get me wrong, Taz. I'm not trying to disrespect Shane McMahon. I got hella respect for him and everything his family's accomplished in the wrestling. Of course. Industry. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. My thing is, though, even though I, I like where they're going with the angle, it's just when it comes to actual in-ring performance, I've lost the, the lure of seeing Shane McMahon wrestle. I've, it's been lost on me for, like, ever since last year. I mean, last year that was cool what he did with Taker and Hell in the Cell, but I honestly don't want to see Shane McMahon wrestle anymore. I'm not trying to knock or anything. You know, I understand he's got his heart in the business. He's a fan, too, along with being a business professional, but – I just don't want to see it. I mean, honestly, if I want to see another McMahon wrestle who still has that lure to me about getting in the ring for special occasions, I'd rather see Stephanie, especially when I'm, I don't know if you guys see us on social media every so often, she posts her workouts she does with Triple H. Yeah. I'd, I'm more, I'd be more impressed and more intrigued to see her wrestle, say, like someone like a Sasha Banks than Shane. Person. Well, she's also a mother of, I believe she has three or four kids or four. I don't have any I kids. She has three, three kids. So she's a mom of three. So I don't, I think it might be a little tough to expect her to get in the ring, but I get your drift, Kev. And I got to be honest, uh, I agree with you about Shane McMahon. I, I, I am not, um, uh, I, I, I know Shane. I, I haven't, I, last time I saw him was at that SmackDown 900, and, and it was cool to see him. And I like Shane a lot. I respect Shane. Always a good guy. Uh, he works hard. He got himself in great shape. He's training in boxing, MMA. He loves to train. He lives right here in New York City. And, um, but I, I don't want to see him wrestle either. I got to be honest. And, and I, I would think that, and this is another side of it, Kev. And uh, thank you for calling, dude. That I think that a lot of people. Don't understand fans, uh, especially casual fans. They don't think about this, and maybe some hardcore fans don't think about it. And this is no knock; it's just a fact. Um, and this could tick some people off. But um, look, Shane's a star. Shane McMahon's a star. Stephanie McMahon's a star. A star. There's no doubt. Okay, and they, they're excellent at what they do behind the scenes and on camera, and I mean that. But I agree with Kevin from Los Angeles that I know I'm with him. I don't want to see Shane wrestle, especially at WrestleMania. And I think some fans maybe agree with Kevin. Now, he is a star, and, and, and Shane does some really cool stuff. And let's be honest, okay, most of the matches Shane have are very good matches. 
He's creative. He's passionate. He cares no matter if his family and him own the company. It don't matter. He came up the right way in the business. He paid his dues. Trust me. Ring crew, everything. This guy was on the road. This, his dad made him pay his freaking dues. Okay? So he knows the corporate side. He knows the in-ring side. He knows the production side. Shane has really paid his dues. But here's the big problem for me. The talent in the locker room. You're taking an opportunity to make a new star or give someone an opportunity and give someone a big payday. Your roster, your guys that are on the road full-time. That's just a fact. Now, a lot of people aren't going to say that because, you know, that's going to maybe tick off uh, the powers that be. But it's a fact. And I'm honest out here. Um, so I, I'm being real with you guys. It just, it does. It, it doesn't, uh, look, I think Shane and AJ is going to be an excellent match. I think it's going to be great for the show. I do. I think it's going to be a really good match. Uh, I, knowing both those guys, they're going to try to steal the show. And there's a chance they could. There's a chance they could. Seriously. Uh, there's a chance they could. But the business end, the wrestler in me, the uh, I, I only got to maybe mid-card in WWE as a wrestler. So I'm telling you, as a former <laughs> mid-card and wrestler in WWE, because I never was a main eventer there, unfortunately, and I can assure you that wasn't my fault. And we'll get into that another time. But um, you, 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 you're running the risk. You're not running the risk. You're creating a thing where, you're, you know, some people, some of the talents, you'd be like, gee whiz, I'm on the road. I'm working my ass off. Yeah, okay, I'm getting paid. But I'm, I'm, I'm missing my son's birthday party. I'm missing my daughter's soccer game. I'm missing my wife's birthday. I, I'm missing my mom's, you know, and dad's anniversary, whatever it is. I, I'm, uh, I, I haven't seen my, I see my family a little bit uh, every month. Uh, you know, uh, that's part of the rigors of the business. We know that. But then where's the payoff? The payoff, especially if you're a WWE wrestler, Raw or SmackDown, the payoff is you know, the Holy Grail, and that's WrestleMania. So now I got to take a sidetrack to, you know, someone who not only is not on a road full-time, but they're one of the owners of the company. It's a little it's a little disappointing to, to, to wrestlers, I would assume. I don't know that for a fact. I shouldn't say, say this fact. I'm speaking the competitor in me how I would think if I was them and spending enough time in locker rooms with, with wrestlers my career. I, I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but I do know how wrestlers think. That I can promise. So, look, that doesn't mean anybody's going to quit. That doesn't mean anyone's going to go and complain. That doesn't mean anyone's going to mail it in when they wrestle. It doesn't mean anything. It's just you got to try and keep the morale up in a locker room when stuff like that happens. Because you have a guy like Goldberg who's on a very, not even, a, he's nowhere near a full-time schedule. We've seen, you know, talent call him out on it like Kevin Owens. You know, and we saw that in a tweet like last week or something leading up to Fastlane. You know, Brock's on a limited schedule, but Brock, at least with Brock, he's been a WWE superstar and champion and 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 and, and been on the road and really paid his dues as a wrestler in the company for a long time. So I, I, I exclude Brock. Well, you're friends with Brock. That's true. I am. Yeah. So I'm going to give Brock the benefit of the doubt because I know what Brock did. I know how he paid his dues. I know what he does. I know what he did. So I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and lump him into 
yeah, it's part-time. His work schedule, I get it. That's in his deal. Yeah, some guys have earned that, especially from an in-ring physical perspective, not just in WWE, but UFC, what this guy's done. And what his body's been through, he got very sick, and he battled back. Diticulitis. Did I say it right? Diverticulitis. Diverticulitis. Yeah, very dangerous deal. I remember, man, side note Jones. I remember being in TNA. I think I might have said this on the show once before. I I can't recall, so pardon my concussions. But um, I remember just being in a a production meeting or an agent meeting in TNA, and when Brock was in WWE or Brock was in UFC. I can't remember. what, what He might not have been in WWE then. But when the news broke about him having this, this disease and stuff, man, it was fear, like, because he was, wasn't getting better. And, like, I remember just a lot of guys in that room, uh, people in that room didn't even know Brock, some of the people. And people were concerned, like, oh, God, hopefully this guy's going to be okay. This guy battled back from that. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and that shows his guts and his toughness and his heart and his fortitude, really. You know? I mean, so... Uh, I don't, know, I, I don't want to get off the topic I was talking about. I just think that you, you, you know, off of what Kevin's saying, I just think it's a deal where, you know, you gotta you, you gotta try to always keep the locker room motiv- motivated, keep them rolling, and it's a little tough goings when when you have an owner of a company that's gonna, you know. I mean, like I said, I think it's gonna be a great match. Don't get me wrong, but, I mean, Dennis, from a fan's perspective, you disagree with this? No, I. I don't want to st- obviously as a fan, but I think Shane's earned the right. He he's got this big match feel to him, whether whether people like his wrestling or not. You know, last year with the the fact that the Undertaker wrestled him last year, whether he deserved to or not, was was a big deal. So wrestling Shane, but Dennis, I'm not talking about um, I'm not talking about deserving. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve. What I maybe I'm alluding to maybe um. I'm not, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it. I'm not saying that. He has paid his dues, and he's put his body in the line, too. Right. Just not as often as other guys do, meaning he's not on a full-time schedule. I don't know if he's ever wrestled as a full-time schedule. I know when I worked there, he wasn't on a full-time schedule. I mean, he wasn't, he was a, he wasn't a wrestler, though. He would just do what he's doing now. Every once in a blue moon. He's an attraction. It doesn't matter. There's limited spots at WrestleMania. There's limited spots on every pay-per-view. Fans look at it like they should look at it. Ah, it's cool. Shane's going to rush. That's awesome. He's gonna, maybe he's going to jump off a building. Oh, he's going to be great. Maybe AJ's going to do a flip-flip gimmick flip, gimmick, and AJ and, and Shane's going to hit him with So Who knows? That's what fans should think. And I agree with that. And it's going to be entertaining. And I bet you, me personally, I bet you I love the match these guys do. I'm talking as a wrestler, though. A guy who wasn't given big slots in a WrestleMania as a wrestler. And I earned. <laughs> and that's not bitterness. It's just fact. So you could call bitter. It's actually fact. On some, and Not just me. Other guys. Well, the guys more than me in WWE during that time. WWF. So I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, Dennis. I'm not saying that. But there are others that are much more deserving. But as we know, life isn't fair. No matter, it's not just about wrestling. It's just life. And people suck at the end of the day. I mean, I hate to be negative. It's just a fact. People just... That's such a very negative thing I just said, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I'm just, I, as an overview, a lot of time, uh, people just suck. I mean, wrong <laughs> way to put it. But not everybody. No one who's fans of this show. They, I love all of them. They're the best. They don't suck. 
Yeah. It's just everybody else that sucks. That's a, I, I agree with that. Kind of a bad blanket statement I just did, huh? No, should I, I think should you, I apologize? No. No. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. I like that I'm rubbing off on you. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Miles in California, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? How's it going, man? How's yeah. it going? Yeah, you know, it's fair to Midland. How you doing, buddy? Good. I got a lot to say about Smack. I've had time for it. First off, the Miz promo was pretty good. It was pretty, was pretty, pretty good. I kind of enjoyed the promo by Miz. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Miz promo. Which way? The one on uh, SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah, but he cut a promo. Did you watch Talking Smack? No, no, no. No, no, listen, listen to me. Uh, I'm telling you right now, Miles, on Talking Smack, you thought that watch his promo while he's sitting there with Daniel Bryan and, and Miz is sitting there with his, with his wife, Maurice. Watch the promo he cuts there. It, it's phenomenal. <laughs> it's great. Uh, he really gets in depth about John Cena. Uh, Daniel Bryan was pretty good in it also. It's actually pretty good. I mean, I, I like. I was going to get into that. I like that part uh, on Talking Smack. I actually think I like Talking Smack better than I like SmackDown, to be honest with you. Uh, all right, so what else are you saying, bro? <laughs> and uh, Mickey James, I, I, I'm not sure if you caught it, but when she was putting bacon in the crossfire, she said, I love this show. I did not catch that. No, she said that while she was putting her crossface? Yeah. You sure she said show? Yeah. She didn't say I love this shinisnit, as the kids are saying? <laughs> shinisnit. No, she didn't say that? That sounds like no. Mickey James. And um, what's your take on her face turn? Like, how'd expected it? Uh, I, 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 yeah, I think I expected to. She's always had that, you know, that country girl that people love. You know, I mean, yeah, she's got that country feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of Mickey, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, no, no, I, I'm all cool with it. Yeah. All right, bro. Yeah. I give myself a pretty good um, idea from there by having the entire SmackDown roster, women's roster face, at least um, face um, Alexa Bliss. That, that's probably going to be a pretty good match on WrestleMania. But now what is that? Because I'm trying to figure that out, bro. Is that like the whole, like, it's like the whole, every girl that wrestles on SmackDown is going to face her? Is that, I'm, I'm a little, I was a little yeah. confused. I was, I was making yeah. a sandwich while was, that was happening. That's what they're yeah, saying, every huh? Single, yeah, every single girl on, on the SmackDown roster is going to take her on for the title. Miles, I think we should have you be the consultant for the Taz show for <laughs> the SmackDown women's division. No! No, maybe not. Maybe it's <laughs> a bad idea. Miles, I appreciate you calling, bro. All right, man. Take care, pal. See ya. You too. Bye-bye. He seemed disappointed we were hanging up. I got to go to break. He, had, he said, I have a lot to say about SmackDown. I, I don't have a lot. It's not the Miles show. Miles has been calling for a long time. I love the kid. He's great. I never met him in my life, but he's a big fan of the show. And there's a lot of fans that call the show. They have a lot to say. It's, you know, we're, we're limited time here. I have a lot to get to. I still want to talk a little bit about SmackDown. I have some uh, Dirk Nowinski news. I didn't say his name right. From Doesn't Dallas, matter. Dallas gimmick. Yeah, he's, he's in some pretty cool company in the NBA. Scored, scored some points. Dirk Nowinski. That's the proper way to say his name. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I can't believe who's on hold. Hold on a second. Stop the pressures. Hold on. Hey, that means. Come on, I said. The presses have stopped. Jesus Christmas. You have to stop the presses quicker. Before we go to break, I have to say something. Nick from Salem, is this you? It is, Chaz. How are you? What's going on, my man? I wanted to tell you how impressed I was with that whole talk and smack thing. Last Hold on, time. Nick. I got to go to break. Can you hang on? Can you wait? Um, sure. Uh oh, wait, Nick. We've had we've been through this before with you, where you say sure and then you disappear. Uh, no, I'm good. Nick, 
You're not hanging up, are you? No. You're a liar because you've hung up on me before. I got to go to break, right? I mean, so can you hang on? Yeah. Okay, so I got to figure, let's say, we got to figure out how to put you, hold on, Nick. I'm trying to figure out how to put you out on hold. Hey, uh, hold on, we're, we're not in break yet. Hey, Crime Brian, how do you put this, how do you put Nick on hold here? Uh-oh, did someone just fell? Did you hear that noise? No. That was, that was, it's a lot mixed on that. All right, good. All right, there you go. Taz Show, well over Machine Jones. We'll be right back. Got Nick from Salem on I the hook. He fell on the way in. Which is tremendous. He's a hockey player. Crying Brian just he holds himself in the glass walls all the time. All right, Taz Show, we're going to go to break. Talk some SmackDown a little bit. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Nick from Salem. Hi, right, be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. That's an interesting, that's an interesting tune right there. I don't know if I like what I just heard. You obviously don't have an ear for music. Now, look, you're perplexed. Do you understand what the beginning of that? I don't... I was okay. I'm a little. I'm a little taken aback here. When you have to start this over, let's let's get ready to stop this music. Hold on. Let's get ready to play it again and stop it first. <laughs> now, so that song. You look nervous. Not nervous. More curious. Let's play it again. Okay. As is trending. Oh no 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 no! He's not trending. Why would you play that? That's what that's from. I... We're not trending, by the way. Stop the music, sir. <laughs> Can you please cue up the trending gimmick? Even though we're not trending right now, I'd like to hear the first few bars of this. All Take right, your time. I gotta figure and out Anthony, which if you'd like which. to chime in on this, because I'm a little confused. We have people on hold. I'll get to you guys. We have a very busy show, but I don't like that choice of music coming back. And yeah, I'm poor job by Dennis there. What's that, Anthony? I said it was a poor job by Dennis. Oh, come on, bro. That's what you're going to bring to the table? <laughs> what? I don't know what you want me to say. I don't want Why that. are we not trending is the real question. Well, that's the truth, but why is he playing a song to tease the trend when we're not trending? I didn't even... You know what? You're right. Because you don't pay attention. Why am I echoing? Pod down. I don't want to hear Anthony anymore right now. So, so, thank you, Anthony. Thanks for joining. Um, let's hear the, the sound so people can compare. I figure out which one. Oh, jeez. Come on, dude. Please. I, I just have them labeled Taz trending one, two, and three. I don't want to guess wrong and then. Oh, that's good. Why don't you just pull back the curtain all the way? That was nice. <laughs> try try, uh, try two. Try two. Okay, hold on. Uh... That's what I want to hear. Uh, uh, uh... Ready? Uh, get ready to stop it if it's wrong, bro. I'm ready. Go ahead. This is trending. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop, 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 because we're not trending. Can I play it again to... Well, because I want... Now, you can... And then play the other side. Yeah, go ahead. Taz is trending. Trumpet, drum, Oh, it is... Now, play play the the song that you came back with, the full song. That was it. Play it all. All right, so we're back here on the Taz Show, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I'm dealing with here. Guy's teasing. He doesn't think I realized what just happened. He did that all out of purpose. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, I know what's going on. Yeah. 
So when your family and your friends bury me to you behind my back, Dennis, <laughs> you can tell them you're doing that kind of little underhanded crap right there. Uh, I showed him. I played the trending Bro, music. How, am I not in tune with my show? That was... Honestly, you could have you could have told me been like, hey man, one of the one of the trending songs is w- f- mixed from a rejoin, and it would it would have took me a long time. I don't have an ear like you do. You've you've told me off air that you've have you have a phenomenal ear for music, and I, you are not lying. I actually do have I do because no. I was and all kidding aside, some people don't know about. I was actually born with it. <laughs> do you acquire? Is that something well, you acquire? I guess that's a good point. Some people can train for their ear. No, I, I was. I was born with a good ear. My, my brother's a, a very good and successful musician. Not in big fame, but he's done really well for himself. And my grandfather was a, a very successful musician. My uncle, my dad, uh, they were both, they were all musically inclined. My family all has a, I actually played uh, played an instrument in high school. I was actually a pretty good trumpet player. But I was, though. And uh, I, I was. And then I, 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 but I had no passion for it. But I always had a good ear for music, and I still do, obviously, because I could tell when someone's just bitching my show up. I think back to the uh, the Tyler Bate sledgehammer discussion, and yes. I, I mean, that I wouldn't even have yeah, thought well, of that. And well, we were... could tell that you lack it in a lot of areas. All right, so we're going to get to stuff here a little while. I'm uh, going to keep talking about a little bit of talking Smack stuff I want to talk about and SmackDown itself. And I told you, oh, we got Nick uh, still on hold, I believe. Hey, Nick from Salem, you're there, right? I am. So what's going on, buddy? How you been? How's things in Salem? I'm good. You. You broke up. Say that again. Very well, thank you. Okay, don't get hot. Um, so um, what's going on? Talk to me. What do you want to talk about? I saw the talking smack thing last night. I actually was really very impressed with the passion that Miz showed because I I've seen Miz since he was on Real World, and when he came into the WWF, it was R E. He uh, he just has a passion for cutting amazing promos. I think he's very good. He's very talented. He's a witty guy, and, he, and he's well spoken. And, and he did a good job when him and Daniel Bryan were going back and forth on that talking smack. I urge people to watch it. It was very good. And uh, there was also something uh, that was said by Daniel Bryan uh, in that little bit of an argument. If you noticed, uh, Nick, and and what happened was Daniel Bryan said. Because uh, Miz took a shot at him and he can't wrestle no more, meaning Daniel Bryan. And he said, well, let's see what happens in a year and a half. So there was a little bit of a hint drop there that in a year and a half, Daniel Bryan is going to wrestle. Hey, as long as that gets him off commentary, I'm happy. Um, so um, anyway, yeah, but I thought the promo was good too, Nick. Nick. Oh, Nick, we got a great connection here. Bro, are you driving, Nick? What's going on? Calling from a fishbowl. What are you doing, Nick? Nick! Nick! God dang it! What, what, are you in a car? Yes, I am. Sir, you got to get into. Can you pull the car over and get to a closer. Are you in one of those tunnels in Boston? <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know <laughs> this. Now I don't even know what happened to him. Nick, you there? Oh, Nick. Jeez. You hung on hold for all that while, and now he's gone. Maybe he'll call back. I don't know. That's not our fault. What happened to him, dude? Like, what was the deal there? Do you know? It was him, right? It was definitely him. Oh, it was de- absolutely him. That's, I mean, really. I, I, we I, have a landline, hmm. so our connection's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, as far as SmackDown goes, guys, you know, just to give you a little bit of here, I, you know, I, you know, I, I think without that main event, I mean, to me, that was 
more or less the standout thing that I thought was was obviously an excellent match with, with Orton and AJ. It's a dream match. They built it up at the top of the show. That's just a really big deal. And they did the right thing at WWE. They did the right thing building up, and that's the right way to build it up. The announcers did a good job building up. I like the whole thing. I like how they built it up. I didn't like SmackDown, but I liked that main event a ton. And the other thing I liked, believe it or not, um, because it was done properly. It was done properly, okay? And that was the tag match with Cena and Nikki versus Carmella and Ellsworth. Um... I, I, I'm not saying I would have wanted to book this. I, I'm not saying it belonged on the show. It was, definitely was a good segue for Miz and Maurice to get heat on Cena and Nikki, which they did. They, those, those two left with the heat on their promo in SmackDown. But the match itself with Cena, Nikki versus Carmella and Ellsworth, you know, it was quick. It was succinct. It was cute. It was impactful. It was funny. And that's what it should be. And, you know, for, for, is what it is. I thought it was okay. And, and, I, I, and after, you know, after I watched it, I'm like, you know what? They booked this match exactly how I thought they would book it. And it was the right way to book it. So I, I, I liked it. Did you like it or no, Dennis? I did. I, I agree with everything you said. That was, it's how it should have been handled. Yeah. They did, they did the right thing on it. Uh, they definitely did. Uh, so I was, uh-oh, I was cool with that. What's going on here? Hey, uh, Delwin in Australia, you're on the Taz Show. Taz, hey, how are you? How are you, mate? Hey, I'm good, man. Hey, uh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, I just want to first put you over, and then I've got a question for you, Taz. So you have perfect English for a man from Australia. You have no accent, like an old switch. Are you sure you're not calling from, like, Cincinnati? Like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Is this your first time time calling the show? Yes, sir. First time, long time. Look at that. Right in the end bag. There it is. Wow. I know I'm over like Rover in Australia, so it's nice to hear from you. Yeah, I'm actually from a small country called Brunei, but I live in Australia. Okay. Um, but yeah, where is Brunei? So wait a minute. Where is this country that you're calling from? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Adelaide in Australia. But you're, but, from, uh, you're, born, you're born in, what's this country you're born in? Brunei. What is this near, this country? Uh, it's near Singapore, Malaysia, that region, uh, that region, Southeast Asia. Wow. Man, that's like really... A, all right, so, but you're right now, you're in Australia. Like, how far from Melbourne are you? Uh, about one and a half hours flight. Okay. All right. Well, you know, for those new viewers and listeners of the Taz Show, I have a strong following for some reason in Australia. So um, I appreciate you calling, uh, Delvin. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, what are you talking I've, about? I've been, I've, been, I've been listening to you uh, pretty much ever since your SummerSlam um, uh, show last year. So Special. I just want to say thank you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, you know, thank you so much for just uh, doing what you do. And, and, oh, by the way, hello to the Lumberjack. Hello, how you are you? You don't have to say hello to him. It's okay. But so, so, okay. so, Delwin, I have a question. When you uh, listened or watched the SummerSlam special, how did you check? You checked it out live. It was on CBS Sports Radio. But what did you watch it on the internet? Yeah. So, so I've been getting my free lunch uh, from iTunes over the last year and a, and a bit. Yes. So, yeah, I'm, no, yeah. what I'm saying is that do you, that I'm just curious. Did you do? Did you check out that SummerSlam special? Live or you just listen to the audio on demand, the podcast. How did you do it? I I got it through the audio on demand. Okay, on cool, iTunes. cool, awesome. Well, I appreciate you being a fan that long, man. So what's going on? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I've got a question because I'm, I'm a big fan of you know uh, public speaking and promos, and recently I've been watching a lot of you know uh, old stuff from superstar Billy Graham and you know ravishing Rick Rude and Dusty Rhodes. 
Uh, and I just want to get your thoughts on, you know, what, what's the psychology behind how to cut a good promo? Well, the psychology behind cutting a good promo? Yeah, I mean, you know, in my mind, it's, you know, I, it, I, as a non-pro uh, non wrestler, I'm thinking, look, all you do is you get on the screen, you just, you know, you just uh, cut into someone. Right. Or is there, uh, but I'm sure there's so much more to it. Absolutely, sir. Uh, the key, though, and the key, it's going to sound trite. It's going to sound simple. But it's a fact. The key yeah. is the promo. The key to the promo is to believe the promo, meaning right. believe what you say, because that conviction will come through your voice. That conviction will come out of your eyes. People can see that. Believe. You have to believe in what you're saying. That's why a lot of times you'll hear me say about wrestlers, male or female, don't play wrestler. You have to kind of yeah. live the part. You have to be really... You know, not like method acting. I think that's what they call it. Not like that, but you, it's almost like that. You got to have to really feel it and live it, and but really believe what you're saying to someone. And, you know, when I was a heel, I would try to do my best to think of, like, the most um, vile things someone has done to me or said to me or done to my family or anything to really piss me off to get me in that, that world, you know, uh, to believe it, to really I mean, make people believe it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. everybody gets there different ways. You know what I mean, Delwin? But that that's the number one thing, in my opinion, and what helped me cut yep. promos was to believe it. Yeah, yeah, because I was watching some of your old stuff with uh, with Sabu as well. So, I mean, that was that was gold. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I believed everything I said there. And, 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 you know, that's what it's about. It's about, thank you for calling from Australia, Delwin. I appreciate it. You got to really believe it. You can't. You know, back to Miz on Talking Smack and believing it to Dell and to his call. Like, if you watch what he's saying when he's sitting there, which is even harder to do than doing it on a microphone in a ring, to cut a passionate-filled promo, no matter if you heal a babyface, you have to believe it. You can't play a part. And if you watch Miz, he does it week in and week out. The guy is phenomenal. He's underrated in his promo ability, and I've been saying that for a lot of months out here. Totally. You look like you're about to say something or fart. What's the story? You have that look on your face. I, like I ah. actually had to burp and I swallowed it. So you were okay. right on the second part. And I uh, I think there's a difference between, like, so for The Miz, it, it, there's a, I don't want to use the S word, but it feels like he's, you know, he's. What's the S word? Selling? Sh shoot. I don't want to use. Oh, you could use shoot. Okay. I. I I, I don't. I, don't wanna... I, I, I think that's smart for you to be on eggshells. Hey, I, welcome to the task. Learn my lesson. Yes. <laughs> I, I, have you looked up Sir Oliver Humperdinck from yesterday? I, I, you're going to tell me? Uh, yeah, I have. I'm not going to test you. I just want to make sure you're doing your due diligence. Yeah, I got a, Well, there's he. He was very. Uh, he has a long history, so I got He's a lot a of super successful guy and, and a great guy. Please, sir, um, what is your point? You're interrupting my show. <laughs> I think, like with the Miz yesterday, I thought he was shooting a little bit. So I feel like with that promo, it comes easier than when you got a storyline that you're, you know, where you're just kind of. Well, he's mad, dude. So if you look at Miz, he's mad because the last, remember, that last promo we saw Cena cut on Miz, he, Miz got his balls cut off. Right. So that means that's been sitting with Miz. And if you watch Maurice, when she grabbed the mic, when she was done, she goes, break that bitch. And she threw the mic on top of Nikki, who was selling last night on SmackDown. That was <laughs> that was uh, Maurice waiting a week to tell her that. So these this, look, that's what makes the best angles. That's what makes the best stories when there's some real heat and real anger. 
you know, where it's not like you're going to get into a fist fight with this guy or girl in the locker room, but you're pissed off. And the best place to exemplify that and to let that out is in character on television. And to people and promoters that are successful or, you know, uh, businessmen to the level of a Vince McMahon, they want that. Why wouldn't they? It's great. That's great. It's not contrived. It's not faked. We'll give you some direction, and then you can shoot a little bit. Jeez, that, 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 was, that was a lot of what would happen in ECW. I mean, really. So, so it's, it's uh, you know, uh, I, I got this guy on Twitter. You know what? If this, you know, this guy's telling me, this guy's starting to annoy me. I got, I got to tell you this. No, because it's like, you know, it, 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 it's, Dennis, say something. I, I got to say, I, I don't want to say this guy's name. Get, get talk, Dennis. Just tell people a story. Tell me about when you went to dinner last night. Tell me about that. Get talk about that. You went to try to go dinner. Get Anthony on the thing here and tell that story because I okay. want to hear it while I, I handle All this right. guy. Get, get Anthony, talk about it. Anthony, you there? Okay, so last... This is the Anthony Dennis show, ladies and gentlemen. Last night, uh, this is a complete segue. This isn't even a segue. This is just a off-topic tangent. Uh, last night, the roommate and I were supposed to go to dinner down... And like uh, right around Little Italy, it was um, it was this like I don't want to say hole in the wall, but this taco place where you had to like you only know it if you see it, and it's got it's like really exclusive, and we had reservations two months in advance. That's how far back you got to book this place. It's like small, really confined, but apparently the tacos are delightful. So. We've been looking forward to it all since we booked it two months ago. The roommate does a lot of research on like hidden food gems around New York City, so we uh, we plan we mapped it all out. We're getting ready. Reservations were at six o'clock. Got to eat, get back, watch watch SmackDown because at the end of the day, got to be prepared for the test. Show. Oh God, what a fake! <laughs> so we we get on we get on the subway and we're cruising. It was going to be about forty five minute subway. We get we co- we're coming from the Bronx, so we get into Manhattan, and from when one- was this? Where? When? When yesterday? About five o'clock. Okay, please, sir. Is there a point to the story? Yeah, I'm getting to it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, nice gig. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, he gigs like a little kid. <laughs> that was funny. Ted zinged him. <laughs> I just won't laugh. For- I was like, woohoo! He zinged him. Yeah. That was great. You showed him. You know what? We're about framing people right that are on television look, right now. Look at the perfect the frame right now. Actually, the frame is pretty good. Okay, continue, Dennis. I'm done so, with you. Let's go. So, from Grand Concourse on, we probably waited fifty Grand Concourse for those who aren't in the city is the at one thirty ninth. Yeah. And we have to get all the way down to Spring Street, like below 14th. So we had a long way to go. We sat at each stop for at least 10 minutes each. And, and you know, they just get on. Uh, we're sorry. We have, uh, there's train traffic ahead. <laughs> we'll be moving shortly. <laughs> so now the roommate's looking at me, getting, she, and, and she's got that, that Taz look in her eyes. Yes. So she's, I think we're going to miss our reservations. And this place is so, um, like, small. That they, they text you, they 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 don't like call, like we couldn't call know, the rest of rest, restaurant. Yeah, we couldn't yeah. call them. This is for tacos, bro. Apparently, I well these we, better be some good tacos. Yeah, I know, really, it's yeah. crazy. So they text us, they're like, "Hey, your reservations at six. So my roommate texts her, text them, "Hey, we're running a little late." They're like, "We only hold the table for fifteen minutes. Better make it." That mm. was the, that's the story. We get off at oh, six. Sorry, sorry. We get off at six thirty, and we're like, "Should we even try it?" And now both of us are just so angry that. We <clears throat> screw it. We're not going. They they're like we gave away your table, so now we're pissed. Mm. 
We had to go to some other restaurant. Dude, they did the Seinfeld where you make the reservation, they don't keep the reservation. Exactly. And then, so my question is, if it's that tight knit and, and it's res- they don't take walk-ins, so who gets the reservation? People that have juice. So, for example, me. So, uh, oh, you took my. How no, the tacos? No, no, I didn't. If I wanted to, I could just call and oh, I have my agent call and I'm in. That's I'm a regular guy. That's how we do it. So that's so you're saying. I'm for, saying you suck, basically. For future reference, am I allowed to drop your name? No, don't drop my name. Actually, hey, you know Taz, by the way. This is the last show that you're doing uh, because that story sucked. Uh, I, I, you know, because it wasn't, you didn't tell the story right, even though it's a true story. You tell stories better off air. I need to have a hidden camera here. You have very good stories. They're just not good on air. Or maybe I'm just in a not in the time, the mind frame for you. That could be it. Nah, well, maybe See, I just stumped you. See that? You're like, <laughs> that, that, uh, hey, Did you hey, notice Charlie that? Giggles. Keep it down over there. <laughs> Charlie did. Giggles. And to be fair, I don't think Dennis's roommate was mad. I think Dennis was probably throwing a fit because he couldn't stuff his mouth with tacos. I, that's, and, that's, that's a good point, actually. That's not even... That's no, I think Anthony's right. I think that's he's That's 100%. Right. I got off the subway, and she just looked in my eyes, and she was like, we need to get you food now. <laughs> so the long and short of it is this, you guys never got into the restaurant. No, so I don't even know how great the tacos were. Dude, Aren't you supposed to be on a diet? I know he's eating nuts yesterday. He's eating his salt and nuts, I, sucking them down. I saw him. He's got he's got apples. He's sucking down bananas what left do and I got right. Today, yeah, he's got his little food my bag. bag my bag of tricks. Okay, that's great. What, what's your favorite meal out of the stuff you've been dieting on? Oh, I love grapes. Big grape guy. No grapes. one cares. Mm. Okay, that's awesome. That's great. Uh, that's awesome. I'll keep that under. Who gives a? <laughs> uh, okay, hey Jose, uh, New York. You're on the Taz show. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, pal. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm sorry, I'm back at work calling you. Oh, well, what's going on, bro? Is somebody chasing you? Like, what did you say? Someone's chasing him? Every time I get through, it's always my boss walking in the damn Oh, room. I thought somebody uh, was chasing you, like, running away, like you just robbed, like, a jewelry store or something. I was running away. <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? Okay, so, um, just two things. Uh, one thing is, I kind of have to disagree with you about the, the tag match. I felt that the chemistry was kind of off between Nikki and John. We, uh well, I, well, did they ever tag before? That's number one. Did they? Uh, no, no, they no. Didn't. So that's number one. But here's the thing, Jose. What I mean is, it, it, you can't expect them to be a world machine. And I think that's what made it cool. I mean, if you're looking at it, Hello? like, yes, dude, I'm here. I don't know about Hello? you. I don't know what Hello? you. Okay. Anyway, thanks, Jose, for calling. So basically, what what, what I'll tell you, Jose, so Dennis is cracking that, up. I've never seen, <laughs> seen you go from zero to 100. All right, that's it. No, but, no, but no. Because I can't enough with these people at the calls. Well, if you, listen, these people are on hold forever. And then they get through, they don't have a freaking signal. I feel bad, but I can't have my listeners and viewers having yeah, Static radio. Jones. I just can't do but it. He, the fact that he went, hello, like... We're not moving. You're moving. I'm right here, bro. I'm, hard, I'm hardline Jones. I'm hardline Jones. I'm right here. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hold on. Jose can't talk. We got to go. <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, no way, Jose. But I, I can't get you. I'm trying to help you out, brother. I really oh, am. That was good. Anyway, but I see what he's saying, that the chemistry wasn't good between. He makes a good point. I don't agree with it uh, because it doesn't, it doesn't matter that Nikki and John's chemistry isn't there because they're not. They're going to team, I know, against. Maurice and Miz, I got that. And that'll be a more serious thing. Last night, was it was kind of a cutesy thing. I bet you any, I would assume, this is kind of going to sound a little chauvinistic. <laughs> Look how I set the table. I'm about to say something really sexist, so Yeah, I, I kind of am, but I'm just saying, I would bet that a good chunk of the female wrestling fans that watch SmackDown enjoyed that whole deal with John and his, his fiancée, Nikki, right? 
I, I, I think so. it is. I don't know. No one cares. Just, but they, the thing is, look, it, whatever. It's his significant other. And 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 the thing is, it, it, it's a cutesy thing. So I would think most girls like that. Ah, you know, he's got to tell her doing the five knuckle shuffle. He's got to tell her, wait, no, now. Like, you know, I thought it was cool. I, I, you know what? I, I'm a softie at heart. So I thought it was cool. No, I am. I, I thought it was cool. Hold on. I think we got Jose back here. Jose, bro, please get your acting on the sir. What's going on? I'm sorry, the call drop. I love T-Mobile. Yeah, I know. Um, well, it wasn't me. I don't know what happened. You hung up on me. What's going on? Plug I'm sorry. Um, oh, so, yeah, so I agree with you 100%. I heard what you said after that. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, second, um, I just want to say about the women's match that's supposed to be happening for Alexa Bliss's title. Yes. At Mania, I feel like there's going to be a surprise, like, NXT star coming up, like Oscar or something, because... The way he said it, like, every woman is SmackDown roster. I feel like somebody's going to be drafted. Like, somebody's going to be put on SmackDown that we didn't expect, and the crowd's going to go bananas. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, it could be. I mean, I'm still – I mean, it was, it was pretty interesting news that was dropped on that last night on SmackDown about every woman on SmackDown. So I think we got to wait and see. I believe in sometimes letting the story, you know, evolve a little bit. You know what I mean, Jose? You know that. You know, to see. Like, right. you wait a week or so. Let's see where they go with it or what they do on social media with it. You know what I mean? And uh, thanks for calling again, bro. And I, I was able. I'm glad you were able to get back through. And my staff, my crack staff, Video Brian, was able to get you uh, back on the show. So that was nice. Um, and Jose sounded like he was on the run, right? Sounded like he was. Just I, like, I, I was. I he did. Oh. Sound like, sound like he was on a run. He really did. Sound like he was on. What? I didn't catch it either. You said you said Video Brian, and he was not pleased. Oh, crying Brian, another egomaniac. <laughs> Sorry, crying Brian, ego Jones. It never ends here. That's the Taz show. All right, I'm going to go to break here. Uh, other side of break, obviously, we got a lot more calls. I got to try and get through these calls. We got Sword on social media coming up uh, in a little while. We'll do that. Uh, top of the hour, Jones. Oh, Tom Brady. Yes, I have something to say about the New England Patriots superstar who apparently has some financial issues. Oh, oh yes. Tom Brady, he could be going broke. I'll tell you why. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, <laughs> turn my mic on. Hello. Turn my mic anyway, on. Uh, yeah, uh, dude, I, I gotta tell you, last night, right? You ever have eggs for dinner? Like it sounds like that's not a you know, a high end rent district thing to eat for dinner. Eggs. Right or wrong? Do you ever have? Do you ever have any kind of egg for dinner? If you haven't, that's okay. I have had eggs. For dinner. T- turn your mic on, Dennis, please. Jesus, scared uh, well, Dennis is struggling. I could. Dennis did say you can hear me. He had the eggs for dinner, and I had eggs for dinner. I actually had an omelet last night for dinner, and it was phenomenal because of the ingredients in the omelet. Uh, some cheese, some sausage, uh, some tomatoes. I think there was some mushrooms in there, I believe. I'm trying to remember. Uh, my wife uh, hooked this thing up big time. I helped. And you know where I'm going, baby. It's the Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Best meals going, man. Very easy deal. Fresh ingredients delivered right to your house, right to your doorstep. Step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that you can can prepare in 40 minutes or less. Very flexible. Customize your recipes each week with your preferences. 
okay? And it's just great. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. And what I love is Blue Apron, they deliver seasonal recipes. So like, for example, I had the omelet gimmick with the sausage yesterday and the cheese. It's a very comfort type food thing because it's it's cold out now. It's, it's as they call winter. So it's nice. And that's what Blue Apron do. They get seasonal gimmicks all for less than $10 per person uh, and per meal. Okay. And I got a great deal for you, obviously. Okay. Because I give you free lunch here. And you know where I'm going with the Blue Apron here. Okay. Besides this great variety they give you for meat, fish, veggie, poultry, you customize it. But Blue Apron and their guarantee of freshness. Okay. Blue Apron. Thanks to the listeners of the Taz Show. Check out this week of oh, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals. Not one, not two, not three, but three, I should say. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. That's blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. It's a great deal. You can't go wrong. Dennis, I know you just got hungry hearing me talk about Blue Apron. I am starving. Uh, shocking. And, uh, yes. But you have now your mic is working uh, because your mic was down. Put my mic on! Uh, you, you, have had, uh, you have had eggs for dinner, right? I absolutely have. Uh, how do you like eggs for dinner? Um, cause anyway, I'm, Blue Apron cooks them. No, that's a good answer. They don't cook them. I, I, we cook them. I, I, I cook them. Not me. No, no. Okay, the side. I like omelets. That's what I said about Blue Apron. They, they sent this whole thing all hooked up, which was badass. It was great. But I also like an over easy egg. I, I don't like, I'm not a big scrambled egg guy, but unless the omelet gimmick. But I like an over easy egg with some sort of a meat. So you're I know you're a big meat man. I know that. <laughs> I love my meats. <laughs> man meat, <laughs> real meat, all kinds of meats. Yes, sir. Now, uh, it's actually kind of a natural segue to my point about Tom Brady. I talked about and I'll get to the people on the phones. Hang on. I know you want to talk about wrestling. Relax. There are other things in the world. We're hungry. Not. Yeah, we're talking food and we're talking people that, are, that, that were very successful at just won Super Bowls and it seems like they're having money issues. And who am I talking about? Tom Brady. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? Dennis Lumberjack, I believe you gathered some information to prove my fact that Tom Brady is having, that he's in some financial woes. And I feel bad for Thomas, Thomas. and his model wife. They obviously spend a lot of money because they live in high-end Jones. They're driving all sorts of Bugattis, Maseratis. They're not driving Fiats. I can tell you that right now. Nothing against Fiats, but they're driving, they're driving big cars, expensive cars. They got mansions. Their kids are rolling around wearing Rolexes. I mean, it's unbelievable. Now that's going to come to an end because it's proof. Because Tom Brady's getting to another business, and this shows that he's suffering financially. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get into the the food prep business unless you were hurting financial. so what dennis is struggling to tell you people is that uh basically tom brady is getting into a food delivery business trying to hack me because of my the support i have from blue apron so it, it's it's kind of a company like blue apron just not as good uh from what i understand and without naming names i even have the, the name of the company is got a color involved with it like a blue apron has right it is, it is a shade, well, not a shade, but it is a color. Do you have any other information you can say about this to prove that this guy, this guy's doing this? So that it says that he's doing it, right? It's news. It absolutely is news. Well, speak, sir. Speak about it. See, 
with the Taz Show, you get three free meals when you sign up. This, this, and the other thing. A lot of great offers. So be sure to sign up for Blue Apron. Of course. And use the Taz Show. Absolutely. Now, with Tom Brady's new venture, <laughs> it's a it's a cheap $78 a week. Just a measly $78. Wow. $78. This guy for really, six meals. That's a lot of money. That's a, And this guy really needs money. He's, he's obviously hurting. Why yeah. else would you, you no, know, he's gouge your fans? Yeah, $78. But I'm giving three free meals and, and free shipping over here with Blue Apron. Blue Apron? Are you kidding me? $78. What does he think this guy? This guy thinks everybody won a Super Bowl? What is he, crazy? Now what is my, that, just for his NFL friends? Is that what that's for? $78. What are you kidding? That's nuts. What are you nuts? That's a lot of... Dude, I didn't know it was $78 for the service that they have. Speaking of nuts... He sells. <laughs> no, this isn't even a joke. All right, it's in the Sound article. Like it. <laughs> it's in the article. He sells fifty dollar bag of nuts on his own. He's like really into this health kick. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. I, wait a second. He, he, Tom Brady Tom is Brady. selling nuts. Also, he sell. This guy is really struggling. Yeah, he I sells. Mean, he sells bags of nuts. I mean, Tom Brady. Do you really need to be concerned about your branding at this stage in your career? The guy is a household name. Just casually hold up your Super Bowl rings. I think that. I mean, be fine. no, but really, dude, how much money this man must make? His wife, she, she's kind of got a pretty successful successful career herself. They're selling nuts. So hot, hot nuts from the the push car. They're selling hot, juicy nuts. That's what you're telling me. You might I don't know if they're juicy. They're. they're I want to close the door. We got corporate business going on here. I'm screaming about juicy nuts over definitely here. Definitely hot nuts. Oh. Well, Sir Jacob on the Twitter, at SirJacob093, said, Y'all are making me hungry. I'm waiting for food to cook. You got to go to Blue Apron, son. You got to pay $78 a week. You get free, three free meals. And they're delicious, too. They're phenomenal. You got to just cook them up. You're done. Tom Brady is selling nuts, too. I didn't know that. Does he have a partner in this? Is 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 it like? Don't tell me Belichick's dealing with him on this. Is Belichick involved? <laughs> he might be a silent I mean, really, is Belichick involved? Because uh, they do everything together. We know this. It doesn't. It doesn't say. To be, but okay. uh, is anybody else besides me making fun of Tom Brady about this, or am I the only one? Uh, people should be. <laughs> I just think you're That's at, actually a good point. <laughs> you're, you're you're out ahead of the curve. I, I think you just made a very good point. I I, I think you, I really do. I I really think you just. Really made a good point. People should be making fun of him. I completely think. I I agree. I just look. I mean, the Kingsman just tweeted something very interesting. He said it's halftime on the Taz show. Go grab a back or sack. So listen to Taz talk about Brady and financial trouble with a question mark, and it's just a picture of Brady with his head down on the bench. <laughs> That's what he's worried about. Garoppolo beating him out. That poor Garoppolo. He's in the NFL. He's in the New England Patriots Bermuda Triangle. That poor bastard. That kid's so talented, he's stuck there. Hey, he might not be for long. No, but I think he, I heard he's going to stay. And tomorrow we know what the whole tampering, the legal tampering or whatever they call that. What are they calling it? Legal tampering. That's what they call the NFL, right? You could basically have someone verbally agree and then have to have the free agents signed by tomorrow. Is that what it is? The yeah. deadline's tomorrow. I want to talk about that tomorrow a little bit. Let's see who. So tomorrow when we're doing this show here, we'll know who's where, right? Like what free agents moved or not, not yet? Not officially because you can't sign until – so tampering opens at noon today. Oh, And I then see. tomorrow you can actually like sign, sign, but not not while we're doing it okay. live, live. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. I thought, I thought that um, 
So I we'll, don't know. Yeah. They'll be like handshake agreement. Like we'll we'll definitely have some stuff to report. Like, oh. but I mean, they'll, they'll make it public, though, right? They, yeah, they yeah, won't. it'll be public, but it won't be official. So we don't want to, you know, say, oh, uh, Mike Lennon signed with whoever, and then reports come out. Like we say, it, and then that oh. was a really good example. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Jay, yeah, please, sir. I'm, I have a call here. Jay in Jersey, uh, you're on a Taz show. What's up? <laughs> good moment, Taz. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Good moment, Lumberjack. Good moment. Lumberjack's Jack. having a rough day here, bro. I, I, and it's not my fault, I promise. Seems like he's been having a rough three months. So I don't know. He needs to just oh. keep vaping and drinking. Yeah, he's having a hard time. What's going on, Jay? Talk to me. Hey, you know, I was going to say, man, I was watching um, Talk of Smack, and I really enjoyed it. Like, the Miz, as we would say, you know, he was spitting real bars. Yeah. Just going, going, going at John Cena, going at Daniel Bryan. I even loved how he, um, how Daniel Bryan said that, well, I'm gonna be back with Reebok. I'll wait for a year and a half. Yeah, like, I, point, was, I, I pointed that out, dude. You caught that too. A lot of people caught that. I caught it also. I noticed he said that. I think he's shooting there. I think he's telling the truth, Daniel Bryan. That's interesting information. How he blurted that out like that. Yeah, you can tell by his face. Like he, he like he was a little hot. Like, yeah. Oh, you think I can't wrestle? Oh, right. Wait a year and a half. I might smack you up. Or, you know. Right, right. No, you're right. I, I, I sensed that for sure. I, I thought that Miz. You know, when he got into the whole thing, like, uh, about talking about John Cena, about how, you know, he's never had his back against the wall. And then Daniel Bryan said, well, no, he has. He's almost been fired here. And then and then you know, Miz says, dude, were you even here then? You know, I yeah. mean, Miz makes a good point. I was there then. I remember that. And I got to tell you, Daniel Bryan is actually telling the truth. <laughs> so, no, he actually, John Cena was not, was almost released. Uh yeah, I mean, many years ago. I, that, he's, he's, I, Daniel Bryan, someone either told him that or he just knew. Uh, to Mrs. point, Daniel Bryan wasn't in the company, but what what Bryan said is the truth. I feel I feel like SmackDown does does their storylines way better than Raw. Uh, yeah. Just, just, just the approach. I mean, I agree with you. Last night's show was, was, was a little bit of a sleeper. Yeah. Like, the beginning and the end were good. Everything in the middle was just, it's you know, yeah. from... Yeah, you know. Some old stuff. A lot of stuff droned on. I mean, a lot of the stuff in the show did. It just it kind of dragged. It seemed um, like, hey, look, we didn't have a pay per view on Sunday. Uh, Raw did. We don't have WrestleMania for a few weeks, so we're kind of just going to plant some seeds here and do this, do that. Um, you know, they, you're right. I mean, you're definitely right about that, uh, Jay. I do, I do, uh, I do agree with you. I mean, and, and you know, a little while. I'll tell you guys, like to me, because uh, a lot of people have been saying this about Raw and SmackDown and the difference. And how it does uh, does seem like the SmackDown stories. We've heard this from the initial part of the brand split. How the SmackDown stories um, seem to sit a little better, like they morph a little better. Uh, you know what I mean? And uh, Dennis, you agree with that or not? Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so the thing is, like, um, I, a while back here, I don't know if you want to show that or not. If Tom was here, I can't remember. But I, I've talked about how it's like uh, sometimes when they have a day. To sit on what they did on Raw, we did. We went wrong here, went wrong right there. We went wrong over there. Let's fix in a, in a meeting on Tuesday mornings. Let's say, let's fix that tonight. I think that's what happens. But in a little while, I want to talk about how uh, it's good and bad. The difference between Warren, Raw and SmackDown. Meanwhile, they're both live. Something that I want to bring up. I'll do that at the top of the hour. Something that I, that I feel that that maybe people don't notice why it's happening. Maybe people don't know why it's happening. I think I know why it's happening. Uh, wh- why that feels like there's something there is definitely a difference between Raw and SmackDown that's my point um, not just stories but the feel do you agree with that Dennis or not 
Absolutely. I I I've enjoyed SmackDown more except for this past week it felt like Raw was the better was the better show. Okay, and that's okay. I think that they flip-flopped. That some are better than others sometimes. I think that's okay. But I'm saying that I just feel week after week there is a different feel oh, to absolutely. each show. The feel. And that's what I want to talk about at the top of the hour. Uh, if I forget, please remind me, Dennis, because there's a good chance I will forget. Hey, uh, Jeff, uh, in Massachusetts, you are on the Taz Show. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Taz? How are you, boss? Good, man. Good. Do you live near Tom Brady? Uh, not near close, but in uh, I'm in Fall River, but... Is it true? Is it true? I wrestled in Fall River a whole bunch of years ago. That's not far from the Cape, right? No, not that far. I uh, I, I heard a rumor recently during the break here uh, that um, that Tom Brady put his house up for sale and he's moving into like a real bad section of Boston. Is that true? <laughs> uh, no, no, did not. Yeah, he's hurting for money. That. Are you a Patriot fan? I of course. Yeah, I'm starting to remember you. I think you've called before, Jeff. I yes, yes. And you love the Patriots, right? 100% diehard. No one cares. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bro? How can I help you? <laughs> uh... <laughs> hey, you call a New York show with a New York guy, bro. It's bound to happen. <laughs> I mean, you know the deal. You're walking right into it. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give my off the hook and we'll talk about SmackDown. Oh, yeah, go for it, bro. Um, match uh, number five, uh, Finn Balor versus uh, Adam Cole. Oh, very good. I don't think we've heard that one yet. I'm a fan of both those guys. I like that. Okay. Uh, match number six is uh, Charlotte versus uh, Gil Kim for the women's title. Awesome. Uh, that's never been done. And that that right there would be a match of match. Huge fan of Gail Kim. Friends with Gail. She's great. Always, always, uh, you know, I worked with her in WWE, worked with her in TNA. Uh, underrated, underrated, underrated oh, yeah. superstar. She's great. Oh, yeah, definitely she is. Um I, I, I want to talk a, a little bit on SmackDown on the the booking of AJ because I know he, it's been a couple weeks. He did the he did the Battle Royal, he won, but mm-hmm. then he had to face Luke Harper, he won that, yeah, and then he has to face Randy Orton, which he lost. Right. I I personally don't want him face. Shane McMahon. I really don't. There's no need for him to face him. Shane doesn't even need to be in a match. That's what we were, did you hear the top of my show today? Did you hear off of a caller or not? You didn't get a chance, Jeff? No, I did not get a chance. No problem. When you get a chance, you listen or watch the VOD there, listen to the uh, audio on demand. I don't know if you do that normally, but um, make sure you listen. I think it was the first segment of this show. I, I get into detail about this. Yeah. Because, uh, again, if I was booking WWE and this is just me. I would have if he's gonna if he's gonna have an argument with Shane, I would put Daniel Bryan involved and have Daniel Bryan come back at retirement and say, I'm gonna face you at WrestleMania. Meeting AJ. AJ versus Daniel Bryan. Well, that'd be great, but I, but I, this it's when you let like if you watch Talking Smack and we've heard him say it before, Daniel Bryan keeps heavily alluding to a saying that he's not allowed. Like he's basically alluding to the fact that he can work but he's not oh, yeah. allowed to work. That and that that like he's going to be cleared in a year and a half. That's kind of what he said yesterday. I mean, that's if you watch Talking Smack. I watched Oh yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Are you going to listen to my show later this whole show? Oh, yes, I will. Do you always listen cuz I know it's before when I mentioned that I talked about that uh, Shane McMahon not needing to wrestle that you didn't say I will listen to the podcast later Taz you didn't say I will, I, I will listen to the whole podcast Taz 
Why would you say that word in front of Dennis? Walked right oh, into it again. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> he's from Boston. He's used to lying and cheating. Come oh. on. Will you stop? Jeez, he can't help it. Jeez. All right, Jeff, are we done here? Are you still, you're still talking. What's going on? Oh, one more thing, because I, I, what's going to happen with, I, in my opinion, what's, what's going to happen with Luke Harper? See, another guy un, underrated. It's like it's I know, and then they they built him a little bit here, and you make a good point. I mean, Luke Harper's a guy that you, you can't forget him. This guy has the goods. He's got size, speed, ability. We're seeing him talk lately. He wasn't on the show at all yesterday, was he? I don't think he was on. Nor was no. Bray. No, was no. Bray. People were tweeting. Neither was American Alpha. I mean, that's right. Bray wasn't on the show. Good point. Duh. Jeez. Well, maybe it's time. I mean, in defense to them, and Jeff, thank you for calling, pal. Maybe in defense to them, they they just wanted to take yesterday to build some other, you know, talents. Uh, that haven't been on a show a lot. I'm trying to think who was on. Yes, it wasn't on a lot. Uh, anybody jump out without looking at paper here? I don't think so. By the way, I want to correct myself. I said at the top of the hour, and you didn't correct me because you're the producer. Why would you? Good, good, no, Dennis. Because then I'm in a no-win spot because I correct you, then then I'm the jerk for correcting you. And if I don't correct you, then... I look like a jabroni if I don't correct you. And you catch yourself. Because the top of the hour, I'll be... I'll be Room driving out of here, like hundred miles, getting the hell out. I'll be I thought maybe over. you were doing a an E five VB. I've given these people here at CBS more than enough extra lunch, and I'm not doing it anymore. It's nothing. And you give the, the fans, fans lunch with blue apron. I know, that's right. But it's not at the top of the hour. I'm going to talk about the real field difference of Raw and SmackDown and why it happens. I'm going to do that on the other side of a break, which is the bottom, bottom. of the hour. Aha! Yes. Hi. In bottom, your defense, bottom of the hour. In your defense, you were thinking Australian and good up point. is down, down That's a good up. point. Up, down, back, forth, in, out. Day, night. Got it. All right, so hot. we're going to break here. Taz show. Uh, it's been a – the show's flying by. We've been talking a lot of SmackDown. We've been talking, talking smack. we got a lot of people still calling. Are we doing Facebook Live on the other side of the break? we got sauna, social media coming up. How are we going to fit all this into another 30-minute segment? minutes quick 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 jones all right break time taz show be right back to tell you the difference why we're on smackdown feel different be right back welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it all right fourth quarter city here taz show i believe we're on the facebook live i think we also have some pretty good news coming up here shortly. I think our, our great producer of the Taz Show will share that information. We have phone lines that are jammed up like a giant dill pickle in a small black pitted olive hole. I was very worried you were going to say something else. <laughs> yeah, bitches. Oh, yeah. Some guy just tweeted me, Taz, you're wrong. And I, that's it. Just Taz, you're wrong. I, I don't know what I'm wrong about, but I guess I'm just wrong. Details, son. I could be wrong. Oh, that is a, that's a great tweet. <laughs> I could be wrong. Taz, you're wrong. I could be wrong, but I know what I'm right about. What's going on on the social media? In a three, two, one. He's trending again. Taz keeps trending and trending. And trending. Yep. And trending. And it's all not because of my team. It's because of me. All about me, me, me. 
I kid. You know I kid. Thank you for the audience, to the audience, and for the team here behind the scenes, the social media team, the the, the fancy callers, the call screeners. I got the production team, everybody. It's a great time to trend. Yes. The Taz Show is trending again, folks. That means we have toppled, toppled another threshold, Dennis, because we were not trending for about a week because Threshold Jones, you know, we hit these different algorithms and these thresholds. Like, I know I'm speaking above the audience. Like climbing a mountain. Yes. You got to keep going up, 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 up. And that's what we do. We keep on going up. And then all of a sudden you go too high, you fall off the mountain. That's what could happen. Hopefully that doesn't happen soon enough. Oh, excuse me. So, oh, oh, oh no. Hope you're not listening. Hope my or wife's watching. not listening or watching. I forgot. Oh, no. I'm going to uh, text. Sound effects store. Uh, you're, you're getting oh, that wasn't me. You're yeah. getting really good at it. Dennis, you need to stop. Really, it's all you. <laughs> that was the wrong hole. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. So uh, the other thing is, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for getting the uh, the show basically trending again worldwide. It's much appreciated. It's awesome. Hashtag the Taz Show. Threshold Jones. We knocked it down. We're breaking down walls. We're running the game. Not just me. We're running the game. Me, you, the audience, Rover, everybody. I'm running the game. We're running the game. That's why on top of the heap, kicking ass, taking names. Good luck to everyone. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay, uh, so thank you. We're trending. That's awesome. Phone lines are jammed. A lot going on. Very busy. Fourth quarter city. I'm trying not to do extra time because I don't want to give CBS any more of my time. Uh, I'm just being honest. I'm, sounds mean, but that's the way it goes. Hey, uh, Barton Worcester, you're on the Tash Show. Uh, good moment, Taz. Uh, yes, sir. Good moment. Uh, a big, big amount of calls today, sir, from the Massachusetts region. I wonder what's going on you know, up there. I was just, just going to say, Patrick Patriots Nation strong today at the Tash Show. Oh, boy. Another Patriot fan, I guess? Yes, sir. No one cares. How can I help you? <laughs> I have my week six <laughs> off the hook, and I have a Lucha Underground question for you. Uh-oh. Go ahead. I haven't watched Lucha in a while, but hopefully I can help you. Yeah, go for it. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. So uh, my match six would be uh, a best two out of three falls match between AJ Styles and King Ricochet. Okay. That sounds that could be really good. And what's your Lucha question? So with the, sudden, with the news of them coming on to Netflix, um, you know, later this month, actually, season one and season two, do you foresee other companies or uh, trending onto this, or maybe even some higher end independent shows coming on to Netflix or something like that? You mean like a, a seasonal type stuff? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, I, I, I don't. I really don't, dude. If it if it happens, I think it's cool. I don't, I don't have a dog in a fight, and it's not like I care, Bart. I'm, I'm being honest. I'm not trying to be mean. I just don't see it happening. I think Lucha is in a different situation because El Rey owns them. That's they're on their own network at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Right. So I gotta, say, I gotta say too, like the way that it's shot, the way that it's filmed, you know, it kind of has like a movie feel to it. Absolutely, like why it fits in Netflix, you know, why it fits in that genre. Dude, I was just wondering if you think other other companies would hop on. It's expensive to do what they yeah. do. It's, so to answer you, I don't think right away. No, maybe down the road. It's to shoot like they shoot. Uh, good luck. That's very very expensive, and it takes a ton of time. From an editing editing perspective, there's a lot of work that goes into that one-hour show. Hence, why they tape so much early, and they put we call in the TV or, or you know entertainment business, they put it in the can. A little inside baseball for you there, Bart. But yeah, that that's the reason why. I mean, because they put all that content in the can because there's so much editing, and it takes when more editing, the more expensive. Um, and the way they shoot, the type of cameras they use. 
the writing has to be done way ahead of the time. And Bart, thank you for calling, my friend. I appreciate it uh, very much. You know, really, it's it's a very um, very heavy process to do what they do there. What Lucha Underground? It's a special type of company for sure. It's definitely, definitely. They do some really cool stuff. I, I like what they do. I've always liked what they do. I've been promoting them for a long time out here. They don't promote me worth the but I promote them. Sorry, did that come out publicly? I don't know. No, maybe it did. It didn't, right? Stop. I didn't hear anything. No. So you sound like uh, someone who had their balls cut off. Like you sound very meek. Are you okay? No, I'm fine. I, I got you're, a lot of. You're working. Once, once we, once we start trending, that's when I kick into overdrive. Well, <laughs> Oh, bro, we haven't trended in a week. What That's have you been doing been, for a I've week? I've been in second gear. <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> Just stop it. Stop. Um, yeah, so I was telling you guys before the break about Raw, SmackDown. What's the difference, right? What's the difference? What is the difference? Now, Dennis, I know you asked me throughout the break. You kept bothering me. Taz, please tell me before we go live. Please, I want to know. I want to know. And you wouldn't. I like, said, come no, on, man. No, Dennis, no, I will not tell you now. Now I will tell you. So my opinion and why I think I'm right. The main difference is between Raw and SmackDown when I watch it, it even though they're both live, one's three hours, one's two hours, and that's not the main thing, the, the, the one hour. It's not a main thing. It's a lot more programming, but it's not a main thing. The feel I get when I watch Raw, sometimes this is a great thing because of this. Sometimes it's not so great. I feel like when you watch Raw, there's a real sense of urgency in the show, which is cool. I think that's cool. But when you watch SmackDown, I, I, I know it's live. It just doesn't feel, it feels more, uh, and I, and I got to be frank. I don't know if this is good or bad. It feels a little calmer. Hmm. I don't know. If, do you ever think of it like this? Like, do, do you disagree? I mean, I, I really want to get people's perspective on this. I'm, I'm interested to hear. I just feel like when you watch Raw, it just seems like it's, it just seems like a sense of urgency is the best sentence I could use for it. It just seems like there's, it's a little more, um, a little more of a frantic feel to it, a little bit. On SmackDown, it seems very, it almost, if I didn't know it was live, it would look like it's taped. You know, it just seems like it's timed differently and timed better. Maybe it's just me. I guess you don't agree. I, I mean, no, I'm just, I, well, you might just have no idea what I'm talking about. That could be too. No, I, I, See, for me, I think that the two versus three hours is the biggest difference. Because you, at, was it JR, who, who coined the phrase maximize your minutes first? Probably me. <laughs> no, it might have been JR. It probably was JR. Um, but in two hours, you know, you got to get in. I know that the roster isn't as large, but, you know, these guys go out. Not that the raw people don't, but you got to go out there and you want to you wanna make, yes. make, make an impact in some form or another. And then with Raw, it's like you have more time to, to f- on paper, flesh out more storylines. But it, it, it feels like it drags more. And then, like, you, like it feels frantic. Like, all right, well, now this segment went too long. Let's get to the cruiserweights. And then... That's what I'm saying. Get- it feels like they're cutting time on stuff more. It's time differently. When you watch Raw, it feels like some stuff's cut. It, it just, naturally flows. Correct. Yeah, and, and I don't know what I like better as far as the feel of a show. I got to be honest, as a commentator... I would rather the frantic, more sense of urgency show. Why is that? It just it, it it's live. You feel more live. You feel under the gun, and I perform better that way. You know, like if I just did this show taped, or as just a podcast, like every day, I could still. I really believe I could do a good job still, but um, I'm watching a thing on TV about Tom Brady's uh, financial problems with his meal plan. <laughs> 
people want to be Blue Apron jobber. Um, but anyway, three meals free. Yeah, that's it. No, but uh, to me, it's uh, um, as an announcer, I'd rather be involved with something that is, um, you know, more frantic because I could work better that way. So if I was doing this show just taped every day, I could do it. And I think people would enjoy it. The, the audio on demand version of the show, or if it was just video on demand, whatever. But I, when you're live, there's nothing like being live. And we're live every day. So, I mean, you're, you're spoiled. You're spoiled. You are. Because your introduction into entertainment is in radio. And radio's oh, yeah, always absolutely. live. It's always live. There's no other way to do radio. So, I mean, live radio is live radio. And that's how you kind of... Oh, my God. They're doing a whole thing. I'm sorry to be sidetracked. <laughs> they're doing a whole thing on friggin' ESPN Sports Center. What A tablecloth on the table about Brady's friggin' meals. Uh, uh, really? Are you going to push this guy anymore? Are you kidding me? Come on. Stop it. No. Stop. Uh. I'm sorry to be back over there. I just it's, it's like I see a red flashing light with Tom Brady's face on it, and I'm getting distracted. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? Well, anyway, what I'm saying to you people is this. Why do you not understand me, people? Why? Okay? If I am doing a show that's live, I feel more excited. You, sir, are spoiled because you got into the business on radio, like I said to you. No so safety net. That. No safety net. And that's the best way. JR and I used to talk about it back in the day all the time. You're not working with a net. So me and Cole would call SmackDown. Those guys would call them Raw, and they had that over us because we were taped. They were live, and it pissed me and Cole off. So JR JR and I would talk about, well, you know, you guys aren't live. And, 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 and he wanted us to be live. It wasn't his fault. I'm not blaming JR. But, you know, it's like we used to, you know, have a competitive, a fun competitiveness about it. You know what I mean? That's kind of what we uh, did back then. Hey, uh, Hammond, uh, DC, Hamed, I'm sorry. You are on the Taz show. What's going on? High speed Taz. Ooh, good moment. What's up, pal? Good moment, Dennis Jones. Thank you for your service, Hamed. There you go. Uh, thank you for starting on the air, Dennis. Thank you. <laughs> Can I help you, big guy? I just want to get my off the hooks and uh, talk a little bit about SmackDown. Yes, sir. Go for it. My off the hook sixth would be an Extreme Rules match versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rob Van Dam and Bill Alfonso. Oh, that'd be good. Um, Nakamura. Wait, so you're saying Nakamura against Van Dam? Say that one more time. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rob Van Dam with Bill Alfonso. Oh, with Bill Alfonso. I thought you meant like a handicap man. Okay, with Bill Alfonso. No. Got it. All right, cool. I like that, dude. What else is up? Uh, just uh, one thing about like the Miz is like the Miz is really there. I mean, the past year with his like promo skills and like everything he's doing as a heel. It's awesome. And it's like his persona is like probably one of the, I want to say just one of the best in WWE. The way he's talking to Mike and carrying himself. Yeah, he's just carrying a. Yo, he's underrated. Listen, listen, he's underrated within the WWE. Even when they're pushing him, he's still underrated. I promise he's underrated. He is. It's just like I'm really pulling for Miz and Maurice on like WrestleMania because like just the way they carry himself. Not happening. They they ain't winning, bro. (laughs) I don't. It was just wishful thing as a fan because John Cena is just burying all the heels. He is, and that's the whole thing too. You know, him as a face is like. Bearing all the heels and killing all the heat. I've been saying that for weeks, and, and I don't disagree with you, Hamed, at all. And thank you for calling, bro. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Not one bit. Uh, and it's not John himself. It's the character letting him portray. It's not the person John Cena. It's just how they're letting him come off. I don't know You know, I don't know who the crops is behind it, but it is what it is. Hey, Dave in the Steel City of Pittsburgh. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, what do you say there, Sizzle Chef? Hey, what do you say there, Nitz? What's up? 
Hey, just a couple of things I wanted to vent about here real quick because yeah. I'm very, very angry. I live it. I live that, my uh, friend. I live it. I hate everyone. How can I help you? Okay, firstly, I completely agree with the Chan Man, and I hate Nia Jax's entrance music. I hate it. Okay. Uh, Every time I hear it, I just want to put myself in the Taz mission and try to check myself out. It sounds like something like a makeup, like for a makeup commercial. Like something like like Maybelline or whatever they call it. Like like Eyeshadow Jones, you know? It sounds like something. For, that's what it sounds like. It, this girl's this big killer, you know, tough woman, Amazon-esque chick, and she's got this song. That, you know what? You and Chan Man are right. You guys are right. <laughs> It's true. I just, yeah, he's right. He's, you're, he's, and you're right because they, they show her eyes up close and you see all the makeup. I think she's a cover girl. I think that's what it is. Well, she, she's a pretty girl. She's, she's, but she's, she's, uh, she's, but she's, she's not, this, that music doesn't fit her. Agreed, that, agreed. And, and the, uh, the other thing real quick is, that, okay, AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, all right? The, yeah. These two guys, they're the world champs on their shows. They're, they're the past six to eight months, whatever. They're carrying their shows. They're busting their butts to, to you know, to make the, make their product good and just right. carry the shows on their shoulders. And then, right before WrestleMania, when they should be rewarded and spotlighted in the main event, they just take the titles off those. Uh, I, I it's just, again, it's just so unfair. It's very unfair. It, but it's the way that, that business is done sometimes. I'm not saying I agree with it. And, Dave, you are uh, correct, like all the caller was earlier. I mean, you, you guys are not wrong. I, I can't disagree. Um, I, you know, like I said earlier, thank you for calling, Dave. Like I said earlier, the Holy Grail, the end-all, be-all, the Super Bowl, the World Series, Stanley Cup is WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like it's like uh, just imagine. You know, I joke around a lot about Brady and the Patriots because I hate them. But let's say you know the Patriots. This is probably going to be maybe a bad example, but you know, it's just like let's say the Belichick starts Brady the whole year, and he's winning games left and right, and then they they go. They're gonna they win the uh, AFC Championship. They're gonna go into the Super Bowl, and Brady's. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Belichick's like, ah, you know what? We're not gonna we're not gonna start you in this game, Thomas. Uh, we're, we're going to start, you know, uh, we had Tony Romo on the bench the whole while. So, because he came to the Patriots, hypothetical, just joke, right? And we're going to start Tony Romo now in the Super Bowl instead of you, you know? Like, uh, maybe it's a bad analogy. Actually, it's probably a very bad analogy. Yeah. Do you think that's a bad analogy? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it is actually, yeah. Um, oh, by the way, are you ready for our soaring in a little while? Soaring I am, social but media? I also... Before we do that, I just want to let you know. Yeah. Daz is oh. still trending. Oh, oh no, 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 no. He's still oh, trending. Here yes. he is. Trending, trending. With a caveat. Yeah. What's that? It's we over now. No. It's did the old no. flip-flop skirdoo. No, they flip-flop Joe. This is a work. Wait a minute. I got to check. Give me a second, folks. Hold on. We over's trending. What happened to Hashtag the Taz Show? <laughs> Why did they do a boat training? This has never happened. The old substitute. Flip flop Jones? Oh, this mean, is what you're talking about. You bring in the uh you bring in the 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 wood. Yeah. Uh yeah. You're a lumberjack, you should know what wood is. <laughs> you're like the uh the uh, what do you call that? The stuff that's got bark that's and my uh, job. The, <laughs> my job of chopping things down and you know. Yeah. I, wow, I I've I okay decide I've never seen this. This is a first. This is a massive turn of events here. <laughs> that hashtag the Taz show was trending. High Trend Jones 
We flipped it out, and now hashtag we over is trending. What the heck happened here? How did this happen? <laughs> and you can't get mad that it's a work because at the end of the day, it's still, it falls under the Taz umbrella. It really does. It just goes to prove how hard I work. It really yeah. does. It's well, just, not it's stop you're busy work. all the time. It's constant. No days off. It just goes to show. It really does. I mean, it really does. And then, then now that both things are trending, I, it, it really is on me. Uh, I got to be honest. Uh, uh, you know, and, and I know the best way to get the show stop trending uh-huh. is we'll do SOSM, which we'll do shortly, and that will definitely kill everything in the show. <laughs> People hate that segment. Corey in Atlanta, you're on the Taz Show. Hello, Corey. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. How you doing? You're on the show. Hey, uh, how you guys doing this morning? Uh, not bad. How are you, Corey? What's going on? It's, to- it's Troy, T-R-O-I. Okay, Tori, my bad. That's because my call screen has sausage hey, listen, fingers. Don't be a jobber. He is hey, a uh, jobber, yes. Is this your first time <laughs> calling, sir? No, uh, I'm oh. actually two for two now. I called back in August for the first time ever and then uh, got on the show. And then today is the second time I've ever called. Well, two for two. Wow, you've been, uh, you've been on hold a long time? You sound like you're bragging, actually, to be honest with you. I am, to be honest. Um, you are. How, how long are we on hold? How long are we on hold? I don't know, 20 minutes. Oh, wow, that's easy pickings for you, huh? Well, the phone line's yeah, been jammed. You got lucky. It's cool. I mean, you're two for two. I was actually two. the guy that, uh, sorry to cut you off. I was actually the guy that sent you that uh, picture at the beginning of the show uh, of the phone phone deal not uh, connecting. Oh, yeah. Well, so what happened? You said well, you were complaining that the, that you couldn't get through. But... Uh, I wasn't complaining. I was just letting you know. I, I tried calling like three or four times, and I kept getting that deal every time. So I yep. know you guys are... We over, man. That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we are over, bro. But you are over too. But no, the thing is, though, dude, I'm a little confused. Though you put that out, but but you couldn't get through. But then you said that you got through with no problem. I'm a little confused on this. Well, I picked my time right. You know, it's like I cashed in the cashed in the uh, money in the bank deal there. So, <laughs> how can I help you? Uh, so I wanted to give uh, two off the hooks real quick. Uh, yes. I got one that nobody has ever said before uh, that I know of, and it's a really good one. Uh, but the first one will be Roman Reigns versus uh, King Booker. Uh, and the second one that uh, nobody has ever heard before, and I don't know why they've never had this match or why, but uh, The Rock versus Shawn Michaels. Rock versus Shawn Michaels. Man, that'd be, uh, that's a WrestleMania main event that, right there for sure, dude. That that never happened at WrestleMania, there and I don't go. know why. I don't know. That's a good point, though. Okay. What else you got, dude? I got I to gotta run. Yeah, I know. Uh, you guys are great. Listen to you guys every day on the AOD. Thank you, buddy. Uh, I'm a I'm a carpenter, so I mean I can't ever call in the morning. I work you know nine to five. So you work what so. they call rock. You work with the rock, right? Carpenters wood. No, no, wood sir. Let me, chop. sir, sir. Let me. I know what wood is. I know chop chop, and, and I understand. But you missed the joke, Mister Carpenter. What I was saying uh, to you, sir. That's no, okay. We're gonna work on it right now. We have time, Corey. So, uh, Tori, I should say. So, so, Tori, <laughs> you're a carpenter. You that's don't that, just work Corey. with. Do you work with sheetrock? No, I do not. Oh wow! So I stand corrected. I all thought, right, no, uh, so uh, uh, Tori, please let me finish. Tori, please. Sorry, sorry, I thought sorry. that all carpenters work with not just wood, but work with sheetrock, which we call rock. Yeah, I 
Yeah, I know that. Uh, no, no, bro. I build uh, build wooden parts and everything for. Uh, no, but hold on, wait, wait, Tori. But wait a minute. I just, but I said to you, Rock, before, and you thought I was talking about the wrestler or the actor. You know, the guy's doing pretty good now. I was talking she no, Rock, caught, and you I didn't say that, nothing. But what? No, I ca- I caught that that you know you're referencing the Rock there, but I don't work with sheet Rock, so that's why I didn't really say anything. I know, but the I audience don't, don't doesn't do like your audience isn't like you and I that we know about how building. I have contractors, I have friends, I, I'm building extensions on my home every day. I, I understand. How how this works, sir. Uh, I know the terminology. I'm trying to brag and give it the inside oh, baseball term oh, of rock. I'm a jobber. No, you're not. Yeah, you just no, keep interrupting me, and I hate that. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm a control yeah. freak. That's the problem. I'm just, I'm just excited, man. I'm on the Taz show. It's okay, Tori. Listen, 50, 50 all, seconds of fame. All you, no, it's not. You're a good man. You're calling the Taz show. It's, you, you are famous. You are over. We over. If you are that nervous when you hang up, just go go into the, to, what do you call it, the... Uh, the porta potty and take a leak. Just piss. Don't piss on your foot. Just piss in the hole. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. It's real anyway, simple. Great show, man. Uh, I'll, I'll let you guys go. I know you guys uh, keep counting you down. So. Very busy. Count me down. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Just count me uh, down. So there you go right there. That's Tori, ladies and gentlemen. The copper dude does not work with sheetrock. I was trying to brag and give some inside terms, you know. You know rock. who? You know who else was a carpenter that didn't work with sheetrock? Jesus Christ! That was my man. Unbelievable. <laughs> was my man. <laughs> Please, no religion, no politics. I don't want no problems. JC here. was one of the best. I, I don't want any problems here. I don't. We we don't not. We might not have time to do SOSM. Hey, Scott in Australia, we're on a Taz show. What's up? H- Hello, Taz. Um, not much. I'm just doing homework. I have a, a hot take for it. What do you call it? Off the hook for you, sorry. Yes, sir. Go for it. Uh, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman. People do homework versus- in Australia like here in America? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. What kind of homework? Uh, yeah, well, what, what, top, what subject are you doing? Uh, biology. Oh, I was great at the, uh, the, the liquid science. All right, so, mm-hmm. what else? so what's, your, what's your other thing now? You got the off the hooks, Paul Heyman versus who? Brock Lesnar, managed by Paul Heyman versus Shane Douglas. Oh, wow, that's a and good one. And they have the big story of Paul turning his back on ECW. Love it. That's cool. So okay. I like that. What else you got? Um, that was it. Well, yeah. All right. Listen, bro. I appreciate it, Scott, in Australia. I mean, and tell everybody down there I said hello. Uh, what's it, like 9 p.m. now? Uh, it's 12.31 a.m. Wow. You're up late. You got school tomorrow? Are you in the college at the university? What are you doing? Uh, no, nah, I've got a day off tomorrow because it's the school sports day. Oh, okay, good. Well, you are you an athlete in school? Uh, no. Nah, I've you- got a bad back. Yeah, me too. Actually, my back hurts right now, to be honest with you, Scott. I've been carrying. Uh, I knew the, it. I've been carrying the lumberjack. Uh, <laughs> Saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> anyway, Scott, thank you for calling from Australia. <laughs> uh, the show already in overdrive, and I'm pissed off about this. We're not going to have time for SOSM. That's the unfortunate thing. Uh, the lone survivor. We got to get one more call in because I don't. I try to leave every man gets it on the show or woman. Hey, GQ, uh, Mr. GQ. Oh, what's going on? Bless you. Like, I don't, are you. Are you a carpenter too, GQ? <laughs> no, no, no. Jesus? You know, I actually just heard Tori. Uh, oh, Tori. Speaking of rock, we got some horrible rockers that uh, work here. <laughs> okay, what's going on, bro? Talk to me. Uh, no, um, so for the past week, I've been thinking about a bet for uh, oh, yeah. for the uh, Lumberjack and, uh, and Antony. Oh, yeah. um, That's and, okay. Uh, GQ, no, no, come no, on, no, bud. No, 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 keep no, the sorry, flow. Sorry, keep sorry, the sorry. flow, son. Come on. I also got I also got another thing uh, after about George Steele. Yeah, take um, take all day. I, I'm done working, so I got just go for it. 
But since uh, we have this match at WrestleMania with Cena and Nikki going against Miz and Maurice, yeah. how about a bet if Cena does propose to Nikki Bella at WrestleMania, um, Dennis is going to have to shave his beard. And if it doesn't happen, I have to figure something out for Andy. Well, that's not bad. That right there. Now, see, that's that's something that we need to put. I think we need to come up with some stuff, GQ, like different concepts uh, yeah. of what would make Dennis shave his beard. Dennis is defiant. He doesn't want to shave his beard. The reason the whole beard, I, I don't put the beard on the line unless I was, I was overly confident, admittedly. When he said Jack Elher, we all heard the audio. Right. I laughed him out of the studio. Well, the one thing I can give you about that, Dennis, is that you made that the Tasha audience's I made the Tasha what? GQ, GQ, what a GQ, GQ! What is the banging behind you? I need to know. Oh, that's uh, that's nails. Nail. Oh, oh. So you are a carpenter. So what, what do you do for a living? I'm an electrician, you know. I'm trying to get that, that Dude, gig I, in the uh, TVS. I, I love you know, how you people, I love how you people, you include GQ, you think that I oh, know, yeah. like, because you've called the show for over a year, you've been calling the show, right? Uh, yeah, since you started. You people think that, like, I know what everybody does. Like, I don't, I can't remember my friggin' middle name sometimes. So, I mean, I mean, like, it's so, it's hard to, I don't, GQ, it's no disrespect. I didn't know you were an electrician, but I, uh, you know, I mean, but that's a good job you got there. You went to the school, right? You did everything, you did the whole thing, the electric school? The school of hard knocks, I got lucky with this. That's right, brother. Well, you need to yeah. stop the banging and continue your point that you're making to Dennis. Go ahead. All right, well, um. Going with that, Dennis, you made the uh, you made that Neville and uh, Gallagher match the Taz Show audience's main event at Fastlane, I, and uh, that was that was amazing. <laughs> I I put I had a tweet on Sunday that I was like that I the Taz Show itself because for me laughing at him and then Taz throwing the stipulations in. Oh, I was we single handedly as as a Taz Show team made. Put the cruiserweights over. Yes, in one in one show. It really, better, did it really happened. The, I'm not kidding. Better I was, than WWE. Had. I was looking forward to that match. Everybody I, was. was. Everybody I know it was awesome. We got to do that again oh, for yeah. WrestleMania. And uh, Taz also, yeah. um, being that um, I'm a huge fan of George Steele and my, yeah. my parents as well. Of course. Um, there is a there is a video that he uh, released on YouTube that he's been filming all throughout his. Uh, all throughout the past few years with his medical. Uh, oh wow! Medical really? Stuff and all that. Okay. And uh, he wanted it released after he. Uh, after he's passed on, and um, I started watching it, and it starts off with him saying, "If you're watching this video, I am no longer here." And it was—it really is the true life told from his words about George Steele, and then he used his shoot name. I—I I don't uh, really remember what it was, but okay. I'm going to see if I can find that link and uh, tweet it out to you guys. Oh, that's very. Uh, it sound was it? You watched the whole thing, dude? Yeah, it's a good hour long. But let me ask you: Was it said? It was, it was, it was kind of like a. You really, you really get to know more about him than mm. than what the than what the. It wasn't even like a shoot type of deal either. You know what I mean? Yeah. But nice. you really got to know about him and and what he uh, what he did before they made him into fighting into the turnbuckle when he was that bruiser heel. You know, I'm 28 years old, and I went back to watch this stuff, and he was he was an amazing heel. And an amazing character, amazing performer. Yeah. He really was. God rest his soul. And um, yeah, man, tweet that out. Uh, I'd love to tweet that out or retweet it once you get it. I'm sure people are probably sending me the link now, if not you. I, I appreciate it, GQ. That's very nice of you. Uh, thanks for calling the show, bro, and uh, don't electrocute yourself. And uh, on that note, um, I got to go. I mean, I got to go here. I gotta go. Uh, well, you don't have time for SOSM. Today. That was a nice. Don't so, electrocute yourself. I, no, I mean that in a nice way. You know. Yeah, I no, know. I know you I, did. No, I do. I mean that nicely. I, Nobody no, wants to get fried. No, 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 no.
not on the air anyway. But no, I I uh, <laughs> I'm so, I apologize, Dennis. But no time for SOSM today, unfortunately. It happens. You know, we wanted to try to get it in, but it's just it's no time. I didn't even get a chance to interact with anybody on Facebook Live. I apologize. And the gimmick chat. Today was a busy day. Tomorrow maybe it'll be a little lighter. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to talk about Dirk Novinky either. <laughs> Dirk Novinky lost his binky. <laughs> no, he had the... We can hit that tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. I do want to go over that list. That's a pretty impressive list. Well, for him, he got 30,000 points. All right, anyway. Taz Show, for everybody here, we thank you. We thank you guys for getting us trending. Two trends. Hashtag the Taz Show. Hashtag we over. Much love for that, guys. Oaking aside, love it, love it, love it. Thank you. It's because of you guys, not because of me. Thank you, Dennis, very much. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Brian Brian, and the rest of the team behind the scenes. They say thank you. Yes. For everybody hit the Taz Show, I'm Taz, you're not. We've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, because all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up. Carolina here to stay. I'm up and I won't.